The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. When we expend negative energy towards others and the world around us, we push ourselves further away from our own success. Welcome to Wealthy Thoughts with your host, Richard Levy. Our show provides a positive blueprint to what you could be doing in order to bring more success to your life. Now, here is Richard Levy. Warm greetings, ladies and gentlemen in the United States, Japan, and all around the world. This is Richard Levy in Chicago. For the next hour, we'll talk about the thoughts, words, and actions you need to take in order to live a happy, abundant, and prosperous life. Dear friends, have you ever wondered why good things happen to good people? You're going to get that question answered today and many more when we talk with Dr. Stephen Post, who co-authored the bestseller, Why Good Things Happen to Good People, How to Live a Longer, Healthier, Happier Life, by the simple act of giving. We'll talk about giving in detail today, friends. This book is better than outstanding, dear friends. Exactly how do you feel good so that good things come to you? Stay tuned and you will know the answer by the end of the hour. Dr. Post has been quoted in more than three thousand national and international newspapers and magazines, including the New York Times, Los Angeles Times, Parade Magazine, U.S. News and World Report, the Wall Street Journal, the Washington Post, the Boston Globe, the Sydney Morning Herald, O Magazine, that's Oprah Winfrey's, and Psychology Today. He has been interviewed on many television and radio shows, including ABC's 2020, Giving in America, Nightline, The Daily Show, and John Stossel. Dr. Stephen Poster, friends, is a teacher, researcher, best-selling author, and philosopher of why it's good to be good. Ladies and gentlemen, I now have the honor and pleasure to introduce you to Dr. Stephen Post. Hello, Dr. Post. Welcome to Wealthy Thoughts. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling pretty well, Richard. Thank you. You're very welcome, Dr. Post. It's so great to hear from you. Your your energy sounds wonderful. Would you please tell the audience what your PhD is in? My PhD is in psychology and comparative religions from the University of Chicago in Hyde Park, Chicago. In Hyde Park, Chicago. Well, I know that well. That's a beautiful community, a beautiful college, ladies and gentlemen. Another place to visit when you visit the Windy City. And Dr. Post can can, uh, confirm that, what a great city Chicago is. Right now, Dr. Post, you are a professor. Where and in what department are you in? 
I am a professor of preventive medicine. I am head of the Division of Medicine and Society, and I direct the Center for Compassionate Care at Stony Brook University Medical School in New York, about an hour east of Manhattan on the north shore of Long Island, looking out over the shores of Connecticut. Ah, boy, does that sound beautiful in my imagination. I was going to ask you where Stony Fork is. You beat me to that. I want to get right to why good things happen to good people. But briefly, I'd like to talk to you about your most recent bestseller. For those in the audience who do not know who Dr. John Templeton or Sir John Templeton is or was, he has passed. He was a massively successful and wealthy man. Dr. Post, you wrote about Dr. Templeton. What is the name of this book, please? It's a name that Sir John gave two weeks before he passed away, asking if I would be kind enough to write it more or less on his behalf. The title he gave is the following. Is Ultimate Reality Unlimited Love? Question mark. A big question, to be sure, one that brings together a lot of physics and spirituality and golden rule type thinking. Uh, and uh, it was an honor to do it uh, on behalf of a noble man uh, who made this one of his final requests. I understand you all met in a hotel lobby and you got to know him. Obviously, he trusts you. He honors you. And that's two weeks uh, before he passed on. He gave you this assignment, so to speak, the title of the book. And the book is fantastic. It's worth reading, ladies and gentlemen. For our Wealthy Thoughts audience, Dr. Post, what are few, just a few of Dr. Templeton's beliefs that were the cornerstone of his success, his prosperity thinking or attitude? That is, what can we learn, emulate from this great man about living a successful life like he did? Sir John believed in positive thinking. He believed that we can engage our minds with Brief affirmations such as an attitude of gratitude brings blessings. Many such statements that he practiced and that he wrote in a wonderful book called The Laws of Life. He was a positive thinker. Uh, he was incredibly honest and ethical. He would never let anybody uh, invest in the Templeton Fund on the margins, for example. And at the annual meetings, he told all of his investors that if they were doing that, they should divest immediately because they needed that money. He was always on Lewis Ruckhauser's show because, again, Lewis felt that Sir John was the most honest man, uh, the most virtuous man in investing. Uh, all of that honesty and that quality and that dignity uh, came in a large part from Sir John's sense that somehow goodness goes with the grain of the universe, that, uh, that we are on this earth for the purpose of creative love. He had very deep perspectives on these things from his rural 
Tennessee Presbyterian upbringing, but he also uh, dabbled in in uh, the metaphysics of Emerson and uh, the transcendentalists. He was a very spiritual man. Uh, he was also a very moral and virtuous man. And I think uh, that really, if you get right down to it, is what gave him that extra strength and that unique quality that made him so beloved uh, by so many people. Well, I have goosebumps. Goosebumps, Dr. Posey, and I'll tell you why you mentioned Louis Rukasser. A lot of our audiences outside the U.S., they will not know who he is. Or is a younger part of our group who never saw, uh, what was the show, Wall Street Weekly, I believe? Yes, yes. And I remember very clearly, and I hope we can, our audience can find this on through YouTube, the magic YouTube. It was after, I believe, the steepest stock market drop in the history of the country since the Depression. And Louis Rukaser had Dr. Templeton on the show. And there was no joking because usually Louis Rukaser is joking. He has had a great sense of humor. And he asked Dr. Templeton, how can our country feel good, feel better? And ladies and gentlemen, you've got to hear what Dr. Templeton says, and you'll have a great idea of what Dr. Post is talking about. The book, once again, is called Is Ultimate Reality Unlimited Love? Question mark. Where can our audience find this book, Dr. Post? Well, the best thing to do is pick it up on Amazon like anything else these days, and there's quite a lot on it uh, uh, on my website, which is uh, www.unlimitedloveinstitute.com. Sir John named that institute, uh, and he funded it with uh, a wonderful gift of $6 million uh, to do research on selfless, pay-it-forward type love uh, at the interface of practical life and spiritual vision. Okay. Go buy that book, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to now focus our attention for the rest of our hour on why good things happen to good people. Before we talk about different portions portions of your book, Dr. Post, can you please summarize briefly why do good things happen to good people? When people... Stay generous when they give despite the challenges of life. They avoid destructive emotions. They avoid stress at its deepest levels. They are more resilient. They have a greater sense of hope. They have deeper friendships. They feel physically more robust, they feel happier, and on average, they live a little longer. If you look at studies of older adults uh, and you follow them for 20 years, there are eight or nine of these investigations that are published and well-respected. The ones who continue to be engaged and generous and giving are showing lower rates of depression as well as living longer, on average, a couple of years, than the ones who think, well, you know, it's time for me to rise up at noon and have my first martini. (laughs) I love it. Folks, uh, and you hear the emphasis from Dr. Post about giving, and I'd like to back that up with a quote 
in his own words from the book, which says it all, I believe, if I could take one word with me into eternity, it would be give. I have one simple message to offer, and it's this. Giving is the most potent force on the planet. Giving is the one kind of love you can you can count on because you can always choose it. It is always within your power to give. You get that, ladies and gentlemen? That's a choice you can make as a person. Giving will protect your whole life long. And then Dr. Post talked about what it can do for your health, your health. And he says, give daily in small ways and you'll be happier. Give and you will be healthier. Give and you'll even live longer. He mentioned a moment ago. This seems to be the theme in different words and methods all through your book. Would you agree with that, Dr. Post? I would. And since that book was written a few years ago, there has been ample additional research uh, which just wonderfully supports this this notion. Uh, give and grow, give and glow is what I like to say. I love it. Very good. So giving is very important. Put that in your life. We talked at the beginning of the show about the late Sir John Templeton, Dr. Templeton, about his positive attitude, his feelings of gratitude, his feelings of his notion to give and support people. When we come back after the break, we're going to talk about a big part of this book as we start into why good things happen to people. We're going to talk about gratitude and how you can turn gratitude into action, ladies and gentlemen, and it does not matter where you are in your life. You'll want to listen to this very carefully. I'm Richard Levy with our dear friend, Dr. Stephen Post, and you're listening to Wealthy Thoughts on the Empowerment Channel at Voice America. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Many of us know we should read our affirmations, visualize goals, and post in a gratefulness journal. But we put our success thinking at the end of the line, behind work, family, and other daily tasks and challenges. Richard's philosophy is that prosperity is more than just wealth. It's also about health, love, forgiveness, goal writing, and letting go of all kinds of negativity. If you are really serious about thinking success, attracting wealth, and feeling great about yourself, daily prosperity thinking has to become just that, a daily habit. Here's how to put your prosperity thinking first. Sign up for Richard's free no-obligation daily prosperity message on ThoughtsMakeYouWealthy.com. Then click Daily Prosperity Messages and join thousands of other people who are now putting their success thinking ahead of everything else. You are worth it. Again, visit ThoughtsMakeYouWealthy.com. Family caregivers face some tough challenges every day in caring for a partner, parent, child, sibling, friend, neighbor, or even co-worker. You are there to provide the care that these people need after everyone else has gone home. Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley will provide you with a social networking experience. You'll hear from experts and others who are experiencing the same things, and together you will promote a common cause. Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite twice every week, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety and on the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. 
This is Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. To reach us today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is WealthyThoughts at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Richard Levy, and today we're talking with Dr. Stephen Post, author of Why Good Things Happen to Good People. And we're going to start off by talking about the way of celebration, turning gratitude into action. You say, Dr. Post, in your book, that celebration wells up from a state of gratitude. And that this has been studied, and you have actually studied it, for the health benefits. And within just a few weeks of keeping daily gratitude journals for uh, instance, individuals across all walks of life, even the chronically ill, find themselves happier, more optimistic, sleeping better, and feeling more connected to others. Is it really that much magic when we have a journal and we record our feelings, experiences of gratitude? Oh, the results are quite strong. In fact, Mike McCullough and Bob Emmons, Bob Emmons runs the Gratitude Center at the University of California, Davis, did show very conclusively that adolescents who simply take an hour once a week and reflect on what they're most grateful for through keeping a journal, that after a six-week period, they show lower levels of anxiety, lower levels of depression, and they tend to have a much more positive attitude toward the future. You know, uh, this morning, uh, I got up, and for some reason, I was just reflecting on my life and on where I need to go in the next two decades, all the kinds of things I want to achieve uh, and uh, and do for this world. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, it was a little bit uh, daunting, I suppose. I was trying to get a vision in mind, and I just then wrote a journal piece about what I'm grateful for in terms of, of having already achieved and and I dwelled on that and I was I was deeply grateful uh to to well I happen to be an episcopalian but so to to God in the universe and and as soon as I shifted my emotions to gratitude uh I felt a kind of release of stress uh I felt more comfortable I felt like I was living more in the now and not just you know uh, anxious about the connection between the moment and the future. It, it's a it's a way of of connecting with a certain part of yourself that is uh, comforting and that tends to um, make life more joyful. Well, and you say I'm so glad to hear that, and I feel your peacefulness, your centeredness. Uh, your peace of mind comes right through the airwaves. And in your book, you talk about the most grateful individuals have a feeling of celebration that can move them from fear 
to faith. So, ladies and gentlemen, you heard what Dr. Post has talked about, especially from the research that if you experience a gratitude one hour every week for six weeks, it's been proven that your life can change. And you mentioned in this chapter on celebration about celebrating others' lives and when you want other people to feel richer or unhappier, it can actually reframe your life, reframe your mood. And what I'm getting to, Dr. Post, is the very touching story of, uh, I believe you pronounced his name, the uh, concentration, the Holocaust survivor, Primo Levy or Levy, in his book, If This Is a Man, he would, in the dreary, dark days, of, which is every day in a concentration camp, he would have a positive attitude by saying, where's the effect? Well, at least it's not raining today, or at least because it's raining, it's not windy. But he had ways to stay positive so he did not feel as a victim. Could you comment on that attitude, Dr. Post? Every human life involves suffering. There are many times in life when we do good things and we are rejected. Not everybody sings accolades and comes up to our funeral. (laughs) But the (laughs) bottom line is that no matter what the challenges are, and there are many challenges um, that we we confront if we're going to be honest about life, um, stay grateful and especially be grateful for the small things. Uh, my studies have shown that gratitude for the simple gifts of, of nature, uh, the beauty of nature, uh, which mixes with that feeling of awe and, and mystery, uh, that simple gift uh, of, the, uh, of the logs burning on the fire or the waves breaking on the beach or the sunrise or the sunset, those simple gifts uh, are really important. And, and if you can cultivate gratitude at that level, you really don't have to go out to the mall and buy yet another $200 pair of designer jeans, although those kinds of things are nice. And you can celebrate them, and they'll keep you happy for a few days, possibly a few weeks. <laughs> but the bottom line is uh, be grateful for the simple things in life. Be grateful. Well, you talk about, if I'm pronouncing this word correctly, generativity, helping others grow, being grateful and seeing other, visualizing others have a more prosperous, successful life in whatever they're doing. You talk about another concentration camp uh, survivor, Holocaust survivor, Victor Frankl, and way he survived in his book is to see another human being forgetting yourself and seeing the other human being in a better place. Can you comment on that attitude in life for our listeners, please, Dr. Post? Victor Frankl wrote a wonderful book called Man's Search for Meaning, Uh, a brilliant individual who was touring the U.S. in the 60s and 70s during the, the hippie era, uh, working with young people who had a feeling of emptiness in their lives, who could not find meaning or, or purpose. Uh, he was a brilliant individual, and his lesson really for all time was that uh, despite circumstances, uh, if we 
focus our attention on what we can contribute to the lives of others. Uh, it's good for others, of course, but it's very good for ourselves because it frees us from the self, from the problems of the self, from the anxieties of the self. And if we engage in simple actions of giving, and this is very well demonstrated in psychology, uh, the emotions follow the actions. That's mm. why sometimes people say, even if you're not happy, smile. You've probably heard that. Sure, and sure. and the same thing when you engage in acts of giving, even if initially you may not feel um, emotionally engaged, if you if you may not feel sort of gratification and joy, the bottom line is that uh, through the activity, uh, your emotions catch up with you, and that's one of the reasons, by the way, you know, uh, Viktor Frankl was a was was a was a, a Jew, uh, and had been in the Holocaust. That's why the, one of the great strengths of the Jewish tradition is to emphasize the mitzvah, the deed of giving, uh, because a lot of our emotional repertoire follows the action forward into a more positive space. Well, another woman, person who gave, you talk about in your book, is the Dublin-born mm-hmm. Christina Noble, who had apparently an extremely brutal childhood. Ladies and gentlemen, this is under the chapter, the title of Forgiveness, and every one of us can learn something from Christina. She went to Vietnam and Mongolia and helped destitute children, more than 200,000 of them in Vietnam Mongolia. So it was this action that she went through uh, it certainly was from her heart, but this is one way she could go through forgiveness of what she'd gone through in herself as a child. Painful childhood. The Christina Noble Foundation is a big deal in Vietnam and Laos. Uh, Bono and all the U2 folks have concerts around it. Van Morrison is a big fan. Christina Noble's a major figure. She had a terrible uh, childhood uh, uh, she was abandoned by her parents, left uh, on the steps of a building mm. uh, at, at the age of just uh, three and a half. And she literally grew up on her own in the Dublin ghetto when she was 13 or 14, a gang of guys jumped out of a car and gang raped her. Mm. Uh, She had a very difficult background, but then uh, when she was 18 or 19 years of age, uh, she had a kind of internal experience that she doesn't talk about as sort of overtly spiritual, but somehow uh, she got the opportunity to start helping other individuals who had experiences more or less like hers, and then this spread forth into uh, these Asian countries. Uh, she is an amazingly energetic, beautiful woman. Uh, and the thing about Christina Noble is, is that there, you know there was no simple formula for forgiveness. Uh, she had really been hurt. But what she would tell you is, the best thing is, let time pass, because that will give you perspective and help you see your life a little differently. And the other thing is, uh, focus on the needs of others, 
uh, give freely because that diverts your attention from all of the bitterness and the hostility and the rumination and all those destructive, very destructive emotions that we know from many scientific experiments elevate the stress hormones and over time they are like acid on metal clogging up arteries, causing hippocampal atrophy and dementia uh, and even slowing wound healing. And so uh, it's those bitter emotions associated with with uh, rumination, with the, uh, the inability to forgive that are so destructive. Two things on her, on her agenda. Um, have confidence that time will help you get past it and you'll see things, frame things a little differently and focus your energies on helping others in the most significant way that you feel called to do. That is beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, learn and forgive. uh, Christina Noble says, if you don't forgive, you won't grow. You won't love yourself or anyone else. And she is an example of forgiveness, as Dr. Post talks about. Forgiveness improves your health, alleviates depression, and boosts your mood, lowers stress hormones, and preserves close relationships. This is fantastic. We'll continue with Dr. Post after the break, and we're going to talk about the power of apology and then the way of courage. Speaking up, speaking out, you'll feel good, you'll attract good. I'm Richard Levy. We're speaking today with Dr. Stephen Post, and you're listening to Wealthy Thoughts on the Empowerment Channel at Voice America. We'll be right back. Are you believing more and more in your abilities to attract a life of wealth, success, abundant health, and happiness? If so, you are doing it exactly right, and you've been listening to Richard Levy's guests on Wealthy Thoughts. Each guest on the show has overcome challenges on their journey to success and riches. Here's what they share in common. One, they followed their passion. Two, they took positive action. Three, They released negative distractions, emotions, and people from their lives. You are just as smart and can be a success in your own life. Take the next step. Let Richard Levy serve as your life coach. You can get 15 minutes of free success coaching with Richard. And if you sign up for three of his success coaching sessions, you'll also receive a free copy of his latest book, Thoughts Make You Wealthy, a DVD from his Think Like a Millionaire seminar, and his CD, Forgiveness is for Your Benefit, Not Theirs. That's over $150 in free gifts. Visit ThoughtsMakeYouWealthy.com now to learn more about getting your free 15-minute coaching session with Richard Levy. When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. 
Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. This is Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. To reach us today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is WealthyThoughts at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Richard Levy host of Wealthy Thoughts. I hope you're joining the show today with Dr. Stephen Post, author of Why Good Things Happen to Good People. We're talking about gratitude. We're talking about giving, about thinking about other people and giving out so you feel better, heal wounds in the past, actually heal your body and attract more success and prosperity into your life. We were talking about the power of forgiveness, and briefly, we're going to talk about the power of apology. And Dr. Post has in his book a story, or he quoted Julie Exline, who found that apology is the single largest predictor of forgiveness. Dr. Post, what about this power of apology? Apology is important. It's not always necessary for forgiveness, but it sure helps a lot. Giving an effective apology is so important. We teach that to physicians here at Stony Brook Medical Center. How do you give an apology that is authentic, not just routine and formulaic, uh, kind of like a role play, but but really, you know, an apology freely and from the heart. Uh, doing that is incredibly valuable because when patients perhaps have suffered from some medical error, they um, they feel much more open to forgiveness when uh, a physician is able to offer them an apology. So, you know, there are some people who say, well, you know, apologies should always be there before you forgive anyone. I wouldn't be that strident about it, but learning to give a good apology, being humble enough to say, I'm sorry, and to say it from the heart, uh, not not because you're forced. You know, people can always have a feeling that you're not apologizing from from your from your inner being that you're just sure. kind of being arm twisted but but the art of apology in life is very important not just for for you but also because it frees the people around you from their bitterness from these destructive stressful emotions it allows them more easily to be transformed into a more positive emotional space and into greater health. Ladies and gentlemen, that is so well said. You want to pick up Dr. Post's book, Why Good Things Happen to Good People, and read about the apology. And as he teaches medical students there in Stony Brook, it is not a flip, an insincere action, an apology. And he talks about it. it's something 
done either written or and spoken or spoken from the heart. You talk about under the title of changing difficult relationships, increasing our commitment to the relationships, and you say we are not innocent innocent victims when there is a failure or a problem in a relationship. You start off talking about humor, and I love this. 100 laughs is the aerobic equivalent of 10 minutes spent rowing. Is that correct? Yeah, it is, actually. You know, uh, mirth is really important. And why good things happen to good people? You know, the core thing is is love. And, and the way I define that, when the happiness and security and well-being of another person is as real and meaningful to me as my own, mm-hmm. I love that person. But then it can be expressed in many different ways, like the spokes of a wheel. So forgiveness generativity and helping, um, loyalty, creativity, mirth, mirth. You know, in, 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 the, in the medieval days, as we used to learn at the University of Chicago, the virtue that was closest to, to, to love, caritas, was hilaritas, hilarity. So uh, I use mirth and, and, and tasteful, uplifting humor very purposefully almost every day. I know how I can inject the right one-liner, if you will, uh, to help people reframe their situation and get a different perspective on life going forward. And we know that laughter is extremely good for, uh, for health. There are many studies that have been done on how laughter releases stress, uh, and how it is beneficial physiologically uh, with respect to the immune response. Uh, there are wonderful uh, stories in the medical literature about individuals who uh, use laughter to actually uh, overcome very difficult uh, illness experiences. So there's no doubt about it, um, mirth and laughter are a lot better for you than bitterness, hostility, and negativity. I love that. And you establish, as you do all through your book, with examples of real either research from a clinical research or from real people who have experienced this. And Peggy Stabholz, did I pronounce that correctly? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Family counselor and a quote, listen to this, ladies and gentlemen, a certified, excuse me, a certified laughter leader says her love of laughter began with her own father, a Holocaust survivor who taught, quote unquote, my sister and me that laughter was a great way to cope with life. And this is so beautiful. He said one reason, that's her father, one reason he survived the concentration camp in Nazi Germany was because he, dad, was so funny that he kept people's spirits up and he helped in return. And what I'm laughing at is what's coming up now. He can wiggle his ears, hit his head, make noises, move his mouth in funny ways when he sings. The Holocaust is, pardon the my expression, deadly serious, but I'm laughing when I read and visualize this. So this helped, humor helped him survive and come out of the concentration camp? And not nasty humor, you know, not the kind of humor that the 
the sort of the the Freudians talk about sort of you know uncovering all these repressed things. No, I mean tasteful, uplifting, positive humor that is not putting anybody down, but rather giving everybody your envi- in your environment uh, a new lease on life. You t- interesting you mentioned that, Dr. Post, because you clarify that or you make a distinction in your book about humor. And ladies and gentlemen, whether you're around your family or uh, colleagues, Dr. Post talks about humor that is uplifting, you feel great, and you track good things, or humor that people espouse that it has an element of sarcasm or passive aggressiveness to it. And that is not really humor. And you go into your book of really what's behind that. And that is nothing that's healthy or making, make anybody feel good or make good things happen to them. Is that what you're saying? More oh yeah. Yeah. So the, 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 the mirth and the humor that I, I talk about are expressions of, of love. They are affirming, not destructive. Okay. In, Compassion, being letting compassion connect you, calmness connect you to others. This story of Kit Sawyer of Cleveland, and you're uh, you were in Cleveland. You mentioned to me Shaker Heights, but a massage therapist, ladies and gentlemen, went on her own. I think with other massage therapists to Manhattan uh, right after the. New York events of September 11, 2001, and for nine months, she afforded or gave uh, free massages to the rescue workers at St. Paul's uh, Chapel downtown, National Guardsmen, Highway Patrolmen, Marines, policemen, and other people down there, and what she did was to make these people feel good. She helped serve breakfast, and then she'd come back home. And other people would give her massages, so the compassion would go backwards and forwards. Is that correct, Dr. Post? Well, that's right. She went uh, to St. Paul's uh, Church, which is right uh, on the 9-11 site. Uh, People were amazed that it wasn't destroyed because it was right there on the precipice, and uh, it's associated with uh, Trinity, uh, Trinity Church there at Wall Street. And the whole thing was literally taken over by all these uh, volunteers and rescuers. People came from all around the country to make sandwiches, to give uh, massages, to, uh, to, to knit and to sew and to wash clothes for these firemen and police officers and so forth who were sleeping in the pews. And I had the honor about two weeks after 9-11 of being invited to uh, that uh, that St. Paul's Church. And I'll tell you, uh, if, uh, if, if love was electric, the place would have been on fire. There was, I was sitting there with uh, uh, um, Eldon uh, Eves, who was the minister, uh, and uh, a little African-American lady came out of the crowd. She had a cane, and she gave it to uh, Eldon, and uh, she said, please take this and give it to whoever needs it. Uh, he tried to say, well, why you really need it? You should take it home. And she said, no, you take it. And then she went hobbling off into the distance. Oh. But it was just incredible uh, to see that. And absolutely, you know, uh, uh, the, the power of, of responding to people's suffering and to their deepest need, that's really what compassion is. It's an activity, not just an emotional state, but it's really a response that involves action. 
So I guess we could say, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the events of 9-11. This woman went to, from Cleveland went to New York, gave massages, helped people feel better. She went back to Cleveland. People took care of her. This is why good things happen to good people. You give gratitude. You give energy out. You help people feel good. And what you give out comes back to you over and over and over. And that is the reason why you want to uh, purchase Dr. Post's book, Why Good Things Happen to Good People. And you're going to be convinced why you and how you can feel good regardless of where you are in life, where you are financially, where you are in relationships, where you are professionally, you can have the good life that you dream about. It's not for the other person. It is for you. And you just follow the guidance in the book on how to be grateful, how to give, and how to be compassionate. We'll be back with Dr. Post after the break, and we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects about family and friends. I think you'll be very interested to hear what Dr. Post has to say where you can get the most support. I found it fascinating. I'm Richard Levy. You're listening to Wealthy Thoughts, and today we're talking with Dr. Stephen Post. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. With so many success, get wealthy, and positive thinking books on the market, it's easy to get overwhelmed. And many books leave you feeling good for a few days. Then, the old negativity sets back in, along with debt and a mundane life. If you enjoy this radio show and feel motivated to go to the next level in life, you're ready for Richard's latest book, Thoughts Make You Wealthy. Learn how to write goals that work. Discover how to visualize your goals and design a vision board. Get affirmations that will empower you and change your life. Learn how to release all negativity in your life, including anger, fear, worry, and procrastination. All killers of thoughts of wealth. Richard will help you learn how to start and maintain the success, wealth, and abundant energy you need every day and for your entire life. If not now, when? Order your copy of Richard Levy's latest book today, Thoughts Make You Wealthy, at ThoughtsMakeYouWealthy.com. Order three copies to give as gifts and receive a free DVD from Richard Levy's highly popular seminar series, a $100 value yours free. Every one of us confronts challenges that rock our world to the core, making us confused and disoriented, not knowing which way is up. On The Mother Rising, host Margaret Jacobson will nourish that spark that enlivens. You will be both empowered and inspired to create the changes leading you on your path to your own true freedom. Discover your worth and what you are capable of. Tune into The Mother Rising every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
This is Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. To reach us today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is wealthythoughts at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Richard Levy, and you're listening to Wealthy Thoughts on the Empowerment Channel. I'm talking today to Dr. Stephen G. Post, author of Why Good Things Happen to Good People, and also is Ultimate Reality Unlimited Love. That has to do with Sir John Templeton. We talk about that at the top of the hour. And if you missed that, when you listen to the broadcast again, you can hear all about that. Dr. Post has written many books. Uh, Dr. Post, please tell our audience where they can find the books, where they can find more information about you, please. The best place to find information about me and about most of the books uh, you're referring to is at www.stephengpost.com. Stephen with a P-H. It's an S-T-E-P-H-E-N. That's the Irish spelling. <laughs> uh, so, you know the Irish definition of hospitality? It's a very no. polite joke. You make someone feel perfectly at home while you'd be a wishing they were. <laughs> <laughs> www.stephengpost.com and then the institute is www.unlimitedloveinstitute.com Okay, ladies and gentlemen, as Dr. Post emphasized, Stephen is PA, because he is a PhD. No, he's Irish spelling. <laughs> Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, the letter G, post, P-O-S-T dot com. And you are all over the media. I am so honored to have you with me today and with our Wealthy Thoughts audience. You've been on television. If somebody or a number of people in the audience would like to have you come speak to the group, you're available for that. And how would they find you also through StephenGPost.com? Yes. Yeah. On StephenGPost.com, my email uh, address is, is listed. It's just post. P-O-S-T at stephengpost.com, post at stephengpost.com. And uh, I, I'm always picking up my email like everybody else on the face of the earth these days. Yes, so so very true. Well, let's go back and talk about why good things happen to good people in the time we have remaining. You talk about the way of loyalty, love across time, and I'm quoting you right. It, it, it's been shown over and over again that friendship is more important to psychological well-being than family relations are. We think our older relatives are just waiting for us to show up and visit them. I'm sure they enjoy our visits, but their relationships with their friends are more important. Why is that, Dr. Post? Friendship and social networks are crucially important. You know, uh, we choose our friends. Uh, We're born into families. Family loyalty is incredibly central. I am a real believer in in the value of of family relationships. Uh, But but if you look at the literature that we have, Pro-social friendship networks are, believe it or not, even a little more important. And and one of the 
crucial aspects of any kind of lasting, secure relationship is loyalty. You can't have a lot of love without loyalty, just like uh, uh, you can't have a lot of love without a little laughter. Loyalty is what what binds us together moving forward into the future and gives us a sense of security, a sense of rootedness. You, you know, if you just uh, imagine for a moment what it would be like to live in a in a world without loyalty, uh, there could be no stability in relationships. People would be panicking. They would be flighty. They would be seeing their psychiatrists left and right to get a little help because they'd be so anxious. So loyalty is absolutely crucial. And uh, my dad, uh, as you know from reading Why Good Things Happen, was amazingly loyal to all three of us uh, kids. Uh, uh, that was one of his great strengths. So I tend to be very loyal. Uh, not, I'm not loyal to loyalty for the sake of loyalty. It's not that I endorse everything that people do when obviously it's not good. But when you get right down to the essence of it. I'm, I, I really practice loyalty because I think it gives people some sense of attachment and some sense that um, they are valuable even when uh, they, uh, they have done things that are quite frankly uh, unattractive. You talk about in terms of relationships, empathy. Uh, how might our listeners learn to practice uh, empathy, that is, mirroring others. What is mirroring others with our special mate and our special relationships, Dr. Post? Empathy means feeling into the situation of another human being. There are lots of how-to instructions in why good things happen. There are ways of asking the right questions, of being an attentive listener, of making affirming statements so that individuals can feel that you're really connecting with them, reflecting back. I think I heard you say this. Is that true? Really making an effort uh, as, a, as an as a cognitive matter to connect with people. But when folks are really struggling with life, they want something that's on the heart level. So it's, it's important to be able to connect with, uh, with other people uh, on, the, uh, on the level of an emotional presence that feels really authentic and really genuine. And it's okay uh, to shed a tear. You know, even the good doctors, everybody says to be a good doctor, you've got to have detached empathy, or they they say detached concern, and you can never cry with the patient. Well, actually, to tell you something, I've known doctors at the University of Chicago, Case Western Reserve, University of Michigan, Stony Brook, the best doctors I know. Uh, it's not surprising when sometimes uh, after the day is over, they might just quietly go up to a patient's room, a patient who's really in trouble, and, uh, you know, they might tear up a little bit. It's not, it's not unusual at all. So, so the idea of, of, of empathy involves a kind of uh, empathy of the heart as well as of the mind. And, uh, and we try to teach it, and, and people can learn these skill sets. 
Well, talking about skill sets, and we just have a couple of minutes left. I love this skill in terms of listening, and you have fun with this comment when somebody says, Dr. Post, I want to ask you how you're feeling, where you went yesterday, and um, oh, you went to Cleveland. You know, when I went to Cleveland last week, I went to Shaker Heights, and do you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? I asked Dr. Post about himself and then changed the subject, and here's a quote from the book that I love so much directly. I tell you what's bugging me and you say, gee, that's too bad. Let me talk about what's bugging me and it becomes a ping pong match. Now, I won't be able to go further into that, but a lot of us know those type of people who will ask about you or they will, you'll begin telling a story and then they want to interrupt you and Uh tell you all about them. So there's more about that in Why Good Things Happen Good People. At the conclusion of Dr. Post's book is a is a, your personal program to daily giving. He gives you a, a program that is somewhat, I wouldn't call it structure, but it's a guidance so you can be on the way to feeling good and having a great life. Dr. Post, on behalf of of all of our Wealthy Thoughts listeners in the United States and all around the world, I would like to thank you for taking an hour of, out of your very busy schedule. And please tell Mitsuko, is that how you pronounce it? It is. Nice job, Richard. Thank you very much. Uh, konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. You got there it. Okay. Thank you very much, Dr. Post. Uh, you've been wonderful. I'll send you a link to the show this evening. You have been great. And I, ladies and gentlemen, go out and buy Dr. Post's many, many books. All the best to you, Dr. Post. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you, and thanks to all of your listening audience. It's a pleasure. You're- you're very, very welcome. You were excellent. Ladies and gentlemen, to hear a rebroadcast of the show, please go to my website, thoughtsmakewealthy.com, and click on Radio Shows. While you're there, please sign up for my free daily prosperity message. Start your day with a prosperity message to get your prosperity and gratefulness energy flowing. We talked about that today. Remember, whatever you think about, talk about, and write about is what you attract. Why not make success, wealth, and happy? topics the focus of your attention we'll see you next monday for another production of wealthy thoughts that's two central three eastern 12 noon pacific remember to love appreciate admire and value the person you see in the mirror every day you this is richard levy in chicago home of university of chicago saying so long for now bye-bye Thank you for inviting positive success into your life this week on Wealthy Thoughts. Please join host Richard Levy again next Monday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, and 2 p.m. Central Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And this week, think of something positive you can do to bring success to yourself and others. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 